Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein, and today I'm delighted to have Subhas Mandal, WePro Fellow and Chief Architect for 5G at WePro Limited, back in the studio with us. Welcome, Subhas, to the program. Thank you, Alison. It is always a pleasure to be in Chipset, and thank you for inviting me to be on the show. For sure. And this is your third time on ChipChat Network Insights. We've had WePro on a number of times, but for those who are new to your voice, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell folks a little bit about your engagement at WePro and your engagement in the industry on driving 5G. Okay. So my name is Subhash Mandal. In my current role, I am the Chief Architect of 5G Initiative at WePro across the organization. And I also am a WIPRO Fellow uh, in its technical initiative for DMTS, Distinguished Member of Technical Staff. So in my role, I look at new technology adoption, the innovation ecosystem, industry collaboration, open source contribution. So as part of that, I collaborate with leading technology partners like Intel. I collaborate with research institutes, both in India and outside India. And I also collaborate with the Open Source Initiative and other uh, initiatives like Government of India's 5G Initiative. So my role really is to create the new possibilities, explore the art of possible, create the new use cases, and see how using this collaborative solution we can solve our customer problems, enhance the user experiences, and create new avenues for revenue and also uh, innovation that otherwise was not possible. So that's briefly about me. Uh, in terms of my association with Intel, it has been fairly long. We started into the network builder ecosystem several years back. I think 2013 is when we started. So it has been a pretty long time. And part of this, we have worked on Intel DPDK, we have worked on the Intel FlexRAM, and now very extensively working on the mobile edge computing or multi-access edge computing side. That's briefly about my background and what I am doing with Intel Ellison. When you look at where the industry is with 5G, obviously 2020 is an unprecedented year in terms of resilience of an industry to continue to deliver technology. But I think that the current environment that we're in as a society really underscores the importance of the network to continue society functioning in such troubled times. What have you seen in your conversations with the industry and customers about where we are with the evolution of 5G infrastructure and where operators are in terms of their deployment plans? So, Alison, you asked a very, very critical question. So, before I answer your first part of the question, I probably will attempt the second part because under the current pandemic situation, it is absolutely critical to address what is the need of the hour. So, I will reverse the order of my response. So, if I look at today, there is an order issued, at least in my country, with an appeal from the government to make sure the telecom infrastructure is kept up and running. 
The reason being is that is the nerve center for disseminating all the instruction to the citizens, making sure the coordination happens over a network that is up and running. And if the telecom network infrastructure collapses, the coordination will become absolutely impossible. So in that situation, assume, God forbid that nothing happens, the telecom infrastructure continues, there is no problem. But what if the network infrastructure, for some reason, comes under a difficulty? So then it will be back to the olden days where the communication was pretty much old of mouth and then probably a messenger talking across, passing the information. Now, under the lockdown condition, which is the primary case in most of the countries, that in itself will get difficult. So is there a possibility of setting up very quickly a local communication infrastructure with whatever compute or laptops available today. So that is where the edge computing comes into a very, very critical role to play. And that is where I believe some of the use cases really need to look into a resilient one-click deployment scenario where a local network could be set up. So just as an example, if I have to create an emergency communication service in the locality where I am living right now, and just to give you an example of the tremendous effort that the people are taking in coming together to serve the people who are under distress. Just an example, there are elderly people who have been strictly given a guidance to be indoors without getting out of the home come what. And now if their food supply is coming low, who are going to take care of them? So while there is a government initiated to drive it, the enough manpower is not there to cater to all the needs. So the citizens have come together, partnered with the government in the form of an informal communication group created on a WhatsApp group, and they are collaborating and working beautifully. Now, if for any reason this network breaks, this local collaboration in few kilometers itself will come to a standstill. So now is it possible really to create a forest? That is why I think the power of AIDS initiative like openness, where I could probably create one network for my enterprise, or rather the, my building, apartment complex. And if I can do an ad hoc networking to the adjacent building, I somehow would, could create an emergency communication infrastructure of that nature. So this is the kind of innovation that is possible now, coming to your first question, in terms of the 5G and its readiness and enterprise adoption and telco adoption, I think the 2020 was expected to be a defining year as far as the adoption is concerned. However, the current pandemic, I guess, is uh, putting a shadow as to how some of the plans will take shape and assuming an optimistic view that it uh, settles down in a couple of months, I think there is a lot of things going on. And in recent time, if I really look at it, there are very interesting developments of the cloud providers coming together with the telcos in providing the edge services. So some open announcement I can name is Microsoft and AT&T announcing the partnership and similarly the other operators and the cloud providers are coming together to provide the edge services to the end customers. So I think this is a very interesting defining moment as to how the cloud will ride on the edge computing node 
creating new possibilities that otherwise was a far dream at that moment so i think it is still a very exciting time this is an opportunity for all of us to come together fight the current pandemic and as the situation clears up i think there is a clear way of adoption ramping up quickly fantastic now you talked a lot about the various growth opportunities for 5g network infrastructure at the edge and and working with intel on the openness initiative can you talk a little bit about the collaboration with intel and what you've delivered in terms of your edge platform and how it's tapped openness Yeah, yeah, sure. So we started creating some of the lighthouse use cases as a showcase into some of the events. I will talk about two use cases that we jointly work with Intel and showcase in the India Mobile Congress. So one of them was intelligent traffic management and the second was the enterprise smart space. So this we showcased in India Mobile Congress. So whole context was how could we really automate the edge application life cycle management and very rapidly realize use cases using a machine learning algorithm based on intel's open vino acceleration platform and also looking into convergence of sd wan and in terms of dynamically defining the routing policies at the edge application specific routing and making sure that an intelligent assured services could be delivered to the end customer so we also looked into the emergency communication services for scenarios that involve mission critical services example being in airport we also looked into some of the immersive applications like an immersive classroom an intelligent edge caching and intelligent decision as to how to federate the up linking the live event in the very very low latency those are some of the cases that we have looked at now there are multiple challenges today if i look into a competitive market like india as an example if you want to render the immersive content there are two parts to the problem number one is how do i have an immersive camera device that could stream the content very quickly and how the same thing is consumed at the receiving side with a low cost device now if you look into the ar vr devices today they are expensive primarily because it requires an expensive compute for decoding the 360 degree content and today's ar vr most of the gears available if you look at it they are three degree of freedom so it is not as immersive as it should be but then things are moving into six degree of freedom which will be increasing the bandwidth and latency requirement as well now if i look into the technology maturity today there are local sensing in terms of your rotation your position that is locally sensed into the gear itself and all this are done in the local compute as a result these devices are unaffordably expensive for a customized market like this so if you would like to make it cheaper and affordable essentially using a just a display device like the thin client has evolved into the computing world with the cloud computing if you could use the edge computing to do all the media manipulation rendering coding transcoding functionality essentially you can lighten up things at the receiver side so some of those concepts which are still in the standards in terms of how the edge rendered content could be delivered to the user in a thin client those 
standards are still evolving into 3GPP. But we are doing some initial pilot development as well, which will be onboarded into openness. When you look at where the customers are in terms of these edge implementations, where are we with COSPs and enterprises in taking advantage of this technology? And what do you think is key for the industry to drive in terms of further innovation? Nelson, as far as the industry is concerned, things adoption or the early field trial has already started. While I cannot share the details, I am working with Intel into a live field trial opportunity into creating some of the new concepts called the neutral host. So just to tell a little bit about it without disclosing too much, if you really are having multiple operators sharing a physical infrastructure like a tower, where the base station hardware is hosted today, technically, if you have an edge video streaming server, that essentially needs to be dynamically decided as a caching engine. You would require quite a bit of compute infrastructure. Now, replicating it, so scenario as is today is the cloud providers are rendering it from some central place, or at the best case on a per country basis, they may have created the caching server, just a handpicked number of them. But with the 5G edge architecture, the number of edge locations will dramatically increase. And that is where the collaboration of the cloud provider with the telcos will become a necessity. Now, to take it to the next level in terms of making it cost-effective, if the content providers could create one cache but share with multiple telcos for the last-mile distribution, it will be a win-win-win for everybody. The customer pays less, the telcos operating expenses come down, the cloud providers the cost of operations also come down. So this is the concept of neutral host over the top provider. So now we'll work in tandem with a telco. How do you really enable that? So you are working as a system integrator to put all the things together. There are multiple pieces involved in terms of the base station, the packet core software, the edge node integration, the local tapping of information to make sure that the seamless local offloading can be done. So all of that we are jointly working with Intel in this area. When you look at the future and you think about what we can do next at the edge, where are you seeing new technologies like AI come into the picture? And how far away are we from implementations of AI at the edge in scale? That's a brilliant question. I would say that we are in the early days of the AI implementation. If I look at things like video analytics, which has been around for some time, has it moved into production to a limited extent? What are the possibilities? I can depict a scenario. Let us think about the immersive classroom or the traffic management situation that I was talking about. Now, if you look at it, today the edge network has two dominant components where the compute is getting consumed. One is the network control plane traffic for the RAN management with the split architecture of the cloud RAN that Intel Flex RAN is dealing with. Once that output is handled, then it is coming into the MEC node like openness. Now, there is a fear today that if the RAN traffic and the application traffic are mixed, we do not know how the core infrastructure layer will work. 
right so and if you look into the massive mimo as a technology there are a lot of complex control plane signaling that needs to take place to do the massive mimo coordination and sensing now there are implications in terms of bring the intelligence right at the network layer but some of the dynamic beam forming and traffic steering there ai algorithms are already being looked at now this is fairly complex technology in terms of the location sensing and all just to talk about it let's say i have a massive mimo grid and i would like to have an absolutely correct coordination based on the path loss model and the fading channel characteristic and also based on the user location now there are two problem statement here how do i get the precise location of the user the current technology is not mature enough so uh, things will come later part of the 5g specification release 17 is looking into it now once this happens this is one part of it but predicting the movement of the people and based on certain traffic pattern if you could establish it or the behavioral pattern of the individual profiles there is an enormous potential of predicting using the look ahead algorithms in ai that potentially could bring the accuracy and the computational complexity fairly low so those areas require a significant development now that is one part now if you look into the cross layer optimization in terms of the use case requirement the application layer behavior with the network layer behavior blending them together that level of cross layer intelligence augmentation doesn't exist today so if you look at some of the initiative into the mec in terms of making the information available like ran information bandwidth management api location apis if all of them come together it opens up the possibility of applying new innovative learning algorithms that could substantially improve the resource optimization possibilities that otherwise is not happening today right so again that context look into a scaling requirement for 360 degree emerging standard like mpe guy where new sensing layers are coming in in terms of transcoding additional information so if you would like to render that content you would also like to estimate how the capacity demand is going to grow and the, what is the implication on the infrastructure layer so if you would have to do certain look ahead operation to let the power on some additional server that would have been powered off for power saving per- perspective this ai algorithm really could dictate to say hey look this is what is going to happen and based on the error of that estimate you can increasingly learn incrementally and then make it better and better so these are some of the possibilities there are some experiments done in the 5g ppp project in europe uh, called the 5g cognitive networking 5g cognet and there are a lot of research going on in this areas very very interesting use case people are looking at on the edge computing in terms of utilizing for example when the car with strong compute infrastructure is idling in the parking lot can we collaborate and then see how that battery backup of the car alongside the compute backup of the idling car if it could be utilized and how could some blockchain based real time settlement could be done in the event that this computers are made available to somebody who is in need of it so all these are into still very academic research level alison but i think in next 3 to 5 years some of them will come to fruition
Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. It's been a real pleasure to catch up with you, Subas, and hear what the WeFro team is driving in the marketplace. One final question for you. Where can folks find out more about the solutions that you're delivering, including the solutions that we talked about in today's episode? There is a landing page for us for 5G. That is www.wipro.com slash innovation slash 5G at Wipro, 5G dash at dash Wipro. So if you go there, we have been blogging. We have been writing point of view also and giving some briefing on the solutions that we are doing. We also have posted that into some of it in the Intel network builder. So these are the places where we can look up the additional information. Thank you so much for being on today. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, likewise. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Alison. 